Welcome to Blessed Mama Bosses Podcast, where we teach you every single thing you need to know about scaling to a multiple six-figure network marketing business and doing it in a fun, exciting, easy, strategic way using social media. I'm Blair Critch, a retired teacher, mom of two teen boys, wife of a recovering addict, woman going through ovarian cancer who went from bankruptcy to building multiple online businesses. Systems, strategies, organization, and goals are my jam. I am Kelly Hoover, a retired pharmaceutical rep, girl mom, brain tumor survivor, and social media ninja. By setting goals and creating action plans, I win big, and so can you. I am the connection queen and time planner of this duo. And why are we sharing? Because we know you've got things to do, mama. You want to go on trips with your kiddos. You want to be more present. You want to live your life with more purpose, and we got you covered. Let's dig in and become a blessed mama boss and do the dang thing. Hey there, blessed mama. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you hitting that snooze button way too often or reaching for multiple cups of coffee? Don't worry. We have you covered. Check out the system that Kelly and I both use to have all-day sustainable energy to help with our digestive health, sleep, as well as keeping your antioxidant health up. Listen, this is a premium lifestyle system. It's here to help you experience peak physical and mental levels. It is three simple steps every morning that's changed millions of lives, including Kelly and mine. So we want to make sure we help you as you are trying to build your business to six figures and beyond. As you're trying to help your family and others, we want to make sure that you're helping yourself. So reach out to us at blessedmamabosses at gmail.com with the subject line, free sample, and we'll get you set up with a free three-day sample. We want you to feel, look, and be your best. Hi there, Blessed Mama. We have a special podcast for you today, and I'm so excited for you to listen to it. I had a one-on-one training with a dear friend of ours in Blessed Mama Boss's community and Inner Circle, our membership group, who spent some time with me as I helped her to figure out how to make her social media more effective. She actually got a 30-minute one-on-one that she earned, and she could ask anything she wanted. And at the end of this 30 minutes, I knew that the things that she was asking me, the problems that she was having, the pain points that she wanted to resolve to have a better and more successful business were things that you, yes, you could benefit from as well. So I decided to throw up that one-on-one training here on this podcast today so you could listen to it. You're going to want to listen in if you've ever dealt with trying to figure out how to speak to your ideal client on social media, how to get people coming to you for your products, how to show up sharing your product and your business without being salesy. If you've ever wondered how to get more hostesses, more customers, and more people to join you in your business, then you're going to want to stay tuned for today's episode. We have Erin Atier, who is a Threads Worldwide consultant. They do parties. They do online shopping. They have gift boxes. All of the details about Erin and her company will be in the show notes today. But whether you are with a network marketing, direct sales, party planning business, you will get a lot out of today's training podcast here on Bless Mama Bosses podcast. And if there was something that stuck out to you or you feel like, oh, I have a really great idea for that as well, please screenshot today's episode, tag us on Instagram at blessmamabosses underscore, or send us a message on Facebook, and we would love to feature you on our social media. Now, stay tuned for the episode. So we have working mom, then we took Mm -hmm. three of their pain points, feels guilty about leaving kids, never enough time, 
pulling between wanting to be successful and more family time. So right now we're talking about feeling guilty about leaving the kids. So we're going to go find four to six memes or videos, something that's going to make them giggle, but also be like, that is freaking me, right? Can even Mm -hmm. be a GIF. And I literally make rows in my Trello board and it's called Blair's personal board. So for you, it'd be Aaron's personal board. And in there, I would dump all of that, right? So Mm -hmm. I would put working mom at the very top. And then the first box, the first card, I would put feels guilty about leaving kids. And then I would drop, you mm-hmm. know, four or six memes in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I would make another card that says feel guilty about leaving kids. But in there, you want to find either an article or a podcast or a, you know, really great quote, those kind of things. Now I know you were asking me like, where do I find a lot of those graphics and things that I use? I just Google them. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just Google literally what the pain point is. So I would Google guilty working mom and just see what comes up. And like workingmom.com is working mom magazine. It's great. I get all kinds of great stuff from there. Our podcast, you could, you know, pull out a podcast episode from, you know, bless mama bosses from some other ones. I also will, you know, Google statistics, like what are the Mm -hmm. stats on working moms and guilt? So in just dropping five or six things into that card. Okay. Because what's going to happen is by having those things there, you'll always be able to pull from it, but it will also jog your memory. And now moving forward tomorrow, you might be on Instagram or Facebook and see a really awesome quote from somebody. And you're going to be like, Ooh, I'm going to go save that picture and put it into this card. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just make sure life's so much easier. Okay. So that's it. So we're having two different cards for each one of those pain points, right? One card is like memes or funny stuff. The other one is, you know, educational, valuable things, right? Yep. And then the third one would be, and this is another one that is a little bit harder in my opinion. So you want to have funny, relatable is what I call it. Mm-hmm. And I have valuable. So I'm bringing them some kind of value. My third card or box that I create underneath that row is curiosity posts. And those are just questions, right? So they can be questions that you're going to ask. It's just going to gain some enlightenment. It's going to get people messaging and commenting on your post, which you need more of. So those can be mm-hmm. anything. And those are not as easy for me. So as you see other people asking questions, it might trigger you and you'll go back and write those questions in there. But like, mm-hmm. I could think of one right away for that group would be how much time do you get to spend with your kids Monday through Friday versus working, Uh, right? Another question would be how many people in my Facebook world work from home or work out of the home, right? These are great questions because the answers are not there for you to like then comment, well, you could work for me. Instead, you take that to private message and start up a conversation with them and then get to know those pain points that they have. And then you could talk to them about, have you ever thought about building a second business from home. I know it's going to take you a little time away from your family, but I could show you how to fit it in and then eventually be able to make this your full time. Like I did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Love it. So then the next row, or we're still underneath working mom, right? So then we're we're making all these different cards underneath that. The next pain point was never enough time. So again, you're going to go try to find four or five funny memes or videos or whatever about that. Then you're going to try to find some value items, whether that's articles, podcasts, videos, quotes, you know, something you read in a book. This is also going to be really great for you, Erin, because as you're doing more self-development, this Mm -hmm. is so helpful for me because like right now, for example, I'm reading the magic of thinking big and I'll get Mm -hmm. to something and I'll highlight it, but then I never go back to the highlight. So instead what I do is stop. I take a picture of what I highlighted and I put it into my Trello board in that card. Then I can go make a graphic later with it. I don't have to go make a graphic right now. 
but it doesn't stop me from continuing my one chapter a day, but it does allow me more content for later. Right. If it's something I feel like maybe I could even go live on, like about the pull between like this next one is never enough time. And in the magic of thinking big, it talks about how we all have 24 hours in a day. It's just how we choose to live them. Right. So maybe Mm -hmm. I write down three bullet points that I just learned in that chapter and I decide to go live another time about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would also say for that, for the never enough time, maybe even creating some great recipe swapping. So like maybe mm-hmm. your favorite recipe in a crock pot, that's super easy that everybody in your family will actually eat, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe talking about how you meal plan for the week. Like those are all really valuable for that really busy mom. Or even talking about like, how do you have your kids help out with chores? How do you keep your house clean and organized? Like these are all things that when you're busy, they're super helpful if they're easy ideas. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the third pain point for that working mom, we said was the pool between wanting success and more family time. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we forgot to do curiosity posts for the never enough time. So again, that's going to be great questions like, you know, do you ever feel like you wish there were more hours in the day? Or do you like daylight savings or do you not like daylight savings, right? Are you a fan or not a fan? And that's great because then a lot of times moms will be like, I hate it. My kids sleep. (laughs) I'm going crazy. Right. So it just gets them more involved. So then the last pain point was the pool between wanting success and more family time. So again, you're going to go try to find some memes about that, some videos about that funny things, Mm -hmm. but then you're going to, the valuable part on that one, you're going to want to really go find like the stats of women who feel like, you know, they want to have more success. What's, you know, anything that you've read or learned about that particular thing, you could Google it. You could find podcasts on it, you know, all those different things. So now you've got an idea, right? So like now that's really almost 12, like, right. We had three different things, three -hmm. different ideas underneath, just feeling guilty about leaving the kids, right? We have funny, we have value and we have curiosity, but you're going to drop even more than that in there. But if you even just had those three, you know, times three for the working mom is nine. Now you had nine ideas of post just with that alone, but I'm forcing you to to add a little more to it. So you can start Mm -hmm. building that library So now you've got like half a month already, which is that one thing, right? Mm -hmm. But now you've got three other buckets. You've got busy women. You've got mission-focused women. You've got stylish women, right? And Mm -hmm. the stylish women, I mean, I could tell you right now, I'll give you some ideas because with Stella and Dot, that was like my big thing. So stylish (laughs) women, that one can be really fun, especially coming into the holidays, right? So you want to make sure one of your things is thinking about the busy working woman and how she can start building up her holiday closet, Mm -hmm. right? So start talking now. I would do it once a week about like, Hey, here's a great pair of earrings that are on sale right now. Here's how you can style it three different ways. Here's the right woman. It's great for, it's okay to put your product out once a week. Mm-hmm. And like show something, right? Because people are on Facebook and Instagram to buy. So there's yeah. nothing wrong with doing that, right? Like, for example, those blue leather earrings that you guys sell. Yeah, you guys, right? I just bought some. One of my friends just had a party here locally. So I, I bought some from her. So it's like three uh, circles, right? They're like blue, blue leather. I'm going to uh, show you. I'm wondering if it's, I think it's the right. Yep. I know it was a mission based company. Are these yours? That's not us. Okay. So maybe I didn't think noonday was still around, but maybe it was noonday. Okay. Well, I'm just going to show you these for example. Okay. I know yeah. I bought stuff from you. I just don't remember what exactly I bought. So let's say you guys had these earrings. These are like leather. So they're super light, right? So mm-hmm. you could show, let's say they were on sale for $29. You could be like, Hey, you know, here's a great Christmas stock up idea. You can get these for $29. Who are these perfect for, you know, and I would do this as a live. These are perfect for teachers, assistants, Mm -hmm. 
you know, secretaries, your sister-in-law, your mother-in-law. Why? Because they're light. So it doesn't matter what kind of earring hole they have. Nobody's going to be embarrassed that they're going to have a hanging earring, you know, lobe. Mm -hmm. These are great and light. The other great thing is it gives back. Here's what happens when you buy this. And you explain, Mm -hmm. and then you say, I can even, you know, send you a cute little, I think they, y'all usually have a little thing that explains who it's helping, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's tell that, like, it's going to tell you who you're helping. So when you wrap this gift to somebody, it's going to have a double meaning for them. Yes. Mm -hmm. You spent money on them. You cared about them. You picked it out for them, but you're also giving back. And really Mm -hmm. here in America, none of us need anything. So Mm -hmm. it's nice that you're buying somebody something for Christmas or for Hanukkah, but let's give them something that's going to help somebody else. You know, so something like that, right? So those are things that you can put underneath that stylish woman. You can show how just by changing your jewelry, you can change your summer to fall look or fall to winter look, right? Mm -hmm. So you could literally wear a white t-shirt and black jeans, and that could be a summery look if you wore it with like, you know, these earrings. And then if you want it to be a winter look, you can add on this scarf that we sell and these earrings. And now it's more of a winter look. And then you throw mm-hmm. on, you know, little pashmina or whatever. So you're just showing them lots of different easy things. So you're showing them gift ideas. You're showing them season to season looks by changing their accessories. Hey, you don't have to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. Just buy four or five new accessories. And Mm -hmm. this is how you can change up your look, right? Showing videos of other people doing that, showing the colors of the season. And, you know, all those kind of things are great for a stylish woman. And finding funny memes about that. There are memes that are like, oh, put on earrings now. I'm like ready for the day, right? Like just funny Mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. like that. So there's a lot that you can do even with that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So that's like the overall idea. So you're going to have your homework is going to be to go back to the busy woman bucket, go back to the mission focused woman bucket, the stylish woman bucket, and figure out three different pain points for each one of those buckets. And then Mm -hmm. do what we did before. What are some memes or funny things I can find? What are some valuable things I can find? Podcast articles, stats, et cetera. And then what are some curiosity questions that I could ask that have to do with that? Okay. So now when you go back to your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday themes, right? You want to make sure you're mixing up that stuff. So if you're Mm -hmm. doing a motivational Monday, you're not just throwing out a motivational quote that doesn't really speak to your audience. You're throwing out a motivational quote that speaks to that working mom. And then on Tuesday, when you're doing transformation Tuesday, you're going to pull from that mission focused women bucket, right? Because you're going to show how somebody's life was transformed. Or maybe you're going to show somebody else in the company who was working 60 hours a week and now gets to be home with their kids and still makes almost the exact same amount of money. That would speak to the busy woman, right? Bucket. So you want to make sure that those themes, although they were great, the ones that you sent me, they still need to line up with the person who you're really speaking to. I love it. Because yeah. I love theming the days of the week. It makes it easier for me to come up with content. But yeah. in the beginning when I did that, I was just throwing stuff out. Like, oh, today's talk about it. Tuesday, let's talk about this. And it really wasn't speaking to my ideal client. So mm-hmm. that's why you want to be kind of uh, focused on that. And then I wrote down, I went and looked at your social media a little bit. And there were two things I wanted to remind you of. One is make sure on every single post you do a CTA, which stands for call to action. So you're doing mm-hmm. a lot of great posts, but you're not getting engagement because you're not asking them anything. So sometimes, very rarely, maybe once a week at the most, you would put up something that doesn't have something that they're really going to interact with, right? Like I put up something the other day about my car and how I haven't had to pay for it. And yes, some other people in the business answered my question, but nobody else. And I was expecting that. It was more to like, you know, put it out there. Then the next day, I need to make sure I put up something that's going to get more interaction, making sure that I'm asking questions. Yeah. Um, And you know, 
what might really be good too is I don't know the information on this, but I would research, I would research this is finding out information on like, you know, you guys are obviously helping out women. The women are making these products and what it's doing. So educating your audience, but then also showing them what are the statistics on children's labor in other countries? Mm -hmm. You don't have Mm -hmm. to call out companies, you know, but you can be like, did you know in Indonesia, this many kids have to start working at the age of eight, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. So like, you're not calling out target because that's going to piss people off, but you are calling out what's going on in the world. And then yeah. also calling out, I, I would say once a week leading up until Christmas, the fact that we are going to be on a shortage of supplies. Yeah. So start Christmas shopping now. Maybe you even do a live this week that's called like maybe Saturday shopping and you call it every Saturday from now until Christmas. I'm going to give you guys different ideas of things that you can stock up on. Stock up shopping Saturday, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to every single Saturday be about your business. But it could be that, you know, every other Saturday is about products or you could put other products and at least one of your products every Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. So letting them know, like, go ahead and start getting it, you know, because these things might get stuck overseas. We have already have ships that are stuck. So that's a great idea too. So CTA on all your posts, a call to action. And then Facebook groups, are you utilizing Facebook groups to meet new people? Yes. Okay, good. I can do it a little bit more than what I am, but I do like, yes. Okay. I, this is how I do it. Monday through Friday, 10 minutes in two different groups. So it's only 20 minutes a day. You can do 20 minutes a day, right? When you break it down like that, it's so much easier to do. Mm-hmm. And then one of the biggest things that I have learned from being very consistent with this is, and I'm going to teach you, I, Kelly and I do a three, two, one method. We teach our team. And so basically that means, and this is for anything. It's for birthday messages. Now I do it this way people I meet inside the Facebook group, I go to their newsfeed and I like three and I do the same thing on Instagram. I like three of their posts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then I go to two of their posts and I comment and engage. I try to ask a question if at all possible. And then one stands for go and see if they have anything on their stories. And if they do comment and engage on their story and bring up something about Mm -hmm. their newsfeed. Right. So I might be like, oh my gosh, I love this picture of your son after his football game. I love that he still hugs you at 17. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. And I I saw on your newsfeed the other day that your daughter got into Nutcracker. That's so exciting. How old are your kids? Right. So like just trying to engage and bring up the fact that like, I see what's going on in her world. It makes them feel like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow, I actually care. And then that three, two, one method. Also, what I have found is I have to keep my stories going every day. And I'm not great at this. Kelly is way better at this. She Mm -hmm. loves doing them. I get caught up in the moments. I used to be really good at them. And I'll be honest, like since cancer, I just like my pace of living is way slower. And so like last night at my son's football game, like I didn't even have my phone on. I turned it off. I just want to enjoy every moment. But what I'm reminding myself of is take a couple pictures, put the phone away and go back and do the story later. Because when you start, you know, sending out those new friend requests from Facebook groups that you're meeting people or news fees, they look at your stories. And so Mm -hmm. you want them to see every single day something about your business or your product and then sprinkle in family or anything else you have going on. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not good at stories. I'm just not a fan of that. I hate how it disappears. I hate how it's like, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I know, to me. but people look. That I just need to like suck it up buttercup and just do it, right? Because they are yeah. active, I guess. Yeah. And a lot of time mine are a day after. I mean, people think mm-hmm. they're that day. Really <laughs> because I cook every Sunday and then I like make my meals for the week and then I'll just take a bunch of pictures and then I'll go back and post about it. I just forget. Mm-hmm. So just totally. try to like take pictures along the way and then throw them in your stories. Totally, totally, totally. Awesome. All right. 
that's all I have for you. Any questions? Claire, this is so good. Oh my oh, God. Oh good. I'm so glad. Yeah. No, and I it's a lot. I mean, you, you got to get into it and start pulling stuff and then, yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that that's the thing is I feel like our products are so great and they appeal to like everybody. Right. And so I feel like I've been in this like general loss of like, ah, who was our customer? Like when you sent that, I was like, oh my God, right. Everyone. And that's not helpful. So I like the perspectives you offered around those specific four groups and like thinking about their pain points to deliver on that. So that is super, super helpful. Glad. Good. Yeah. I love what you guys do in terms of creating, even just like you've got a picture at the top and you've got like some font with like a little question and stuff. Do you just have like a general template that you're using or something? Or like, I'm looking for that consistency. So a couple things I can suggest to you, Canva, is mm-hmm. that's where all those are made, Canva. Mm-hmm. I actually have hired because my team is so large and we need graphics all the time for things. I actually have somebody that I've hired. You can find them on Fiverr. Sometimes they're $10 an image, $15 an image, things like that. I have a girl that like, I buy a package. So it makes them end up being like $5 each because she does so many for me in a month. But before I had her, I used word swag. Have you used that app? It's so, mm-hmm. oh, it's my favorite. It's called word swag. Play around with that one. And then people love Canva and Canva is easy for me to use on the computer, but mm-hmm. on my phone, it's not as easy for me personally. So I really like word swag on the phone and Canva on the computer. Yeah. Got it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Other questions that I have. And then using other people's images, like for the value stuff, if you're going to pull somebody's image, you know, um, maybe she has like a funny image of like a mom trying to balance things, right? Just give the person credit. So mm-hmm. if it's from like a Mel Robbins book and it was, you know, I'll just be like from Mel Robbins, blah, blah, blah. So that mm-hmm. way, you know, the person gets credit and they're not going to be upset that you use their graphic if they got credit. Totally. And Blair, how much time do you spend on building your social media stuff? Because I feel like when you're running your business, I'm trying to figure out like what the best way is to divide yeah. my time. You can spend all day being creative and it's kind of fun, right? And kind of mindless in some ways. Like what do you, what is, what structure would you recommend around? So that's why I like the Sunday planning. So I do one yeah. hour block on Sunday. It doesn't take me an hour anymore because I have so many things saved up. Remember how I was teaching you mm-hmm. how I save it. So now I've got so much that I don't have to do that anymore. I sometimes might change out the graphic or some wording, but I just do an hour on Sunday. Now it takes me like 30 minutes, but it used to take me an hour and I would plan out the week ahead and Mm -hmm. I would do exactly what we had just talked about. And then I would create, you know, okay, this is going to be the week of October 20th. Right. And I would have what I was going to post on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all the way down to Sunday. And then you could even go and Google, like, what are the national holidays for that week? Mm -hmm. See if there's anything cute. And I even sometimes will put ideas for my stories because Mm -hmm. maybe on Tuesday I'm doing a post about, we get paid every Tuesday. So maybe I was going to do a post about payday and and what that's done for me. But then in my stories, I might do truth Tuesday and talk about food coloring and what it does, because that also speaks to my ideal client, which is somebody who's looking to be healthier in her home with her family. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, also kind of get an idea of what you want to do in stories and that might help you to do more stories. Yep. I love it. And then did you ever pass like approach? I'm I'm looking at like, you know, opportunities, right. With like bulk orders. Right. So like women who work in ERGs or nonprofits or just like looking at different things. And we have like these brighter world boxes that are now customizable. So we have one that's like a stork option for new baby mamas, right. Or for um, dapper, which is like men and women and, you know, these different ideas and stuff. Like, have you ever approached people and any tips around like either connecting with people in that way? I mean, obviously keeping it simple, keeping it straightforward, like there's a huge potential there. I'm just a little bit 
mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the best way is to, to go about that, you know? Well, I mean, I always, with the jewelry business that I was in before, I would always mm-hmm. go to like business owners and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, holidays are coming up. It'd be so fun if I could set up in your office and you could gift everybody like a pair of earrings, right? They could just pick out their own. Mm-hmm. Aaron, honestly, you should go to other network marketing people that are in other businesses and be like, Hey, I'm sure mm-hmm. you give out gifts to your team. What if you gave out one of these boxes, like these motivational boxes, right? I'd love to show yeah. you information about them. One winner a month, you know, could be the, the leadership award of the, every month and they could get one of these boxes, right? Yeah. So I would go to anybody who, you know, that has businesses and do that. And then, yes, I would also go to, I'm thinking of my life. I don't know if you go to church, but like in my life, I would probably go Mm -hmm. to the children's ministry leader and be like, Hey, I'm sure you guys give gifts to each other for the holidays. What if you gave one of these boxes Or what if you gave something from, you know, our jewelry collection that also is meaningful, Mm-hmm. And I know you care about those things too, right? Or hooking up with people who are going to be starting to need fundraisers for missions trips next summer, mm-hmm. right? So you could split your profit. That was another thing. Once a month, once I got to where I was really happy with my business, I was after year one, I started doing every single month a give back show. So what that mm-hmm. meant was if I made 30% commission on everything I sold, I was going to give them 15% of the commission that I got. So it's not 15% mm-hmm. of the total order right? Because if I had a thousand dollar party, I only made $300. So mm-hmm. then I would give them 150 towards whatever that organization was or whatever they were trying to raise money for. Yep. Right. And if you write the check yourself to that nonprofit, that's a write-off for you. So that's great. Yeah. And you need them. So it was like a win-win. And I would meet so many people at those fundraising parties, especially the Humane Society people loved it. And that was really great for me because I met people I would have never met. Mm-hmm. And around this time, a lot of people have holiday shows. So getting involved in those, if you can, and giving back to schools or organizations. Like I know my kid's school does a Christmas boutique every year and mm-hmm. you, know, you give back a certain percentage to the school or you pay for the table. Those are mm-hmm. all really helpful. Yeah. I'm planning our PTO one this year for sure. Exactly that reason. Right. Blair, this is so great. Any other like learnings? You've worked in jewelry business for a while, right? I mean, what do you think are the, what do I need to know? What is something that you looking back, you're like, oh, I wish I would have done this or known this or started this in my business. Like any, yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything like that. I think probably the biggest thing is building a team, showing other people what's possible. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I did do, mm-hmm. and I really I never heard of anybody else doing it was I would do travel trunk shows. So what that meant was if I was going out of town, like I knew I was going to be gone for a week or it was going to be a busy week. And so I wasn't going to have a trunk show. I would gift somebody on my team. I would send them like my top 10 best-selling items because usually the people on your team don't have as much to show as you do. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would say, Hey, I'm going to send you my top 10 items. And in a travel case, I'm going to ship it to you. I want you to have a show this week with them and then ship it back to me within that week. And I would do this even for hostesses. So like my friends in Georgia, I'd be like, you're having a Christmas party. Do you want some jewelry? I can't come this time, but I'll send you some jewelry to put out and some order forms and some catalogs and you guys can order and then you can get some free jewelry, you know? So it's like a win-win. So just think outside the box. It doesn't have to always be local to you. And anytime you do travel, if you can book a show, book a show, because then you can write off your travel. That's another thing I always did. Oh my gosh. So smart. And then I would meet somebody in that area. Right. So like we go skiing every year in Utah, somebody I would ask on social media, like, Hey, who knows somebody who lives in this area of Utah? They would tell me, then I would reach out to this people and say, Hey, can you connect me with them on Facebook? I want to ask them some questions about that area. Then I would connect with that person, ask them like, what restaurants should I go to? What places should we go and see? I have kids this age. And then I would say, 
Hey, listen, like I've had so much fun getting to know you. You might not know this about me, but I sell jewelry. I'd love to bring my jewelry and set up a show with you and your friends. It'd be so great to have a glass of wine with you. Mm-hmm. And then I would end up getting a show out there right off my trip, but then I would meet somebody at that show, whether it was the hostess or somebody else, then I could get into the business. Now I've grown a business in that area. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a really big way too. I love it. And anything else, you know, as I think about team building, obviously like my team's in different places, right? I've got women who are ready to like leave their job today and other women who are just kind of like, eh, here and there events and stuff like that. Like any tips on coaching either that range? I mean, my approach has been to invest the most time in people who like match effort, right? And what people yeah. are doing and stuff. Like any other things you've done too, that have like helped people to just inspire each other. Like, I don't know if I need to like set up accountability buddies or just like, I think pacing partners are always great if people, you know, especially like in within short periods of time. So Mm -hmm. it could be like a Q4, you know, pacing partner, like, Hey guys, Mm -hmm. we're getting into holiday season. Things are going to be busy. You know, you could do a pacing partner challenge. I think also knowing and asking people, honestly, like, what do you want? How much a month do you want to make? And how much time are you willing to put in to make that? And then, you know, loving them where they're at, right? So if they do only want to bring in a couple hundred dollars a month, they only want to have one show a month. That's awesome because Aaron, all that volume still counts. So it's all really important, right? So you still love on them and make sure you check in on them. I do have like on my calendar to randomly check in with certain people on my team who don't really build anymore, but they still bring me in volume. But then I have, the people who really want it. Right. And those are the people that I invest in, but I also have, and I don't know if you guys are allowed to have these or not, but we have a Facebook group for just our team and that allows Mm -hmm. everybody to get me. Right. Mm -hmm. So then that way they're always, you know, try to hop on and do a training or try to Mm -hmm. hop on and encourage, or if I just learned something in a book, I hop on and share it that way. They're all seeing my face and they're a part of it. But Mm -hmm. you know, the people who really get that one-on-one time with me are the people, like you said, that their efforts are matching what they're wanting. And then the third thing is running fun little contests. So I find like Mm -hmm. a shorter amount of time is best. So it can be a five day hostess contest, like whoever books a Mm -hmm. show, for, you know, the month of November within this week, you know, I'm going to gift you these pair of earrings that you can give away at that show. You can raffle off or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So like things like that, or anybody who brings in a sale in the next five days, your name gets entered to win these earrings that we don't sell anymore. Things mm-hmm. like that. So like, I would always save the pieces that were like discontinued and then mm-hmm. raffle them off for things because people love that. Mm-hmm. So many good ideas, Blair. I love it. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yep. Awesome. And then also showing them how to make stuff holiday ready and holiday cute that people can swing by and grab from them. So that was another thing. Any of my Mm -hmm. friends that worked outside of their home, literally one of my friends, Lisa, she is an attorney. And so I would always say, Hey, do you need gifts for your secretaries, for the people in the office? I'll make it all pretty and cute for you. So she would come over, she'd pick the pieces and then I would make it really cute. I would put them in cute little boxes or little stockings that I got Mm -hmm. at the Dollar Tree. You know, I would make it super cute. So all she had to do is literally pick it up and bring it to work. So it's Mm -hmm. easy for her. Love it. Awesome. One thing that is happening a lot now is like, just with the holidays, like vendor shows and vendor events and everything, like obviously, you know, having pieces ready to go and stuff. And then also like bookings, right? Like that's really kind of my goal is like getting bookings and potential team members too out of that. Like I do like a raffle item, right? So anyone who books, you put your name in here, right? And you can win something. Any other tips to like really for that ongoing kind of future business to get out of like vendor events that you found? work. Yeah. I mean, what you're doing is basically what I did. I would always do some kind of raffle, right? Sometimes I would even raffle off like a girl's night out. So I would say, Hey, I'll bring four bottles of wine. I'll bring the jewelry and I'll bring, you know, a dozen cup mini cupcakes. 
So mm-hmm. like that would be what the raffle drawing was for. Instead yeah. of actually a piece of jewelry, right? So then they got like a whole girls night, but it also got me a show and I ended up making money from yes. it. And sometimes I would even pair things that we didn't sell, right? It might be like if it was at my kid's school, which is a Christian school, I would pair like a cute little girl's Bible study or devotion book with oh. a cute pair of little girl earrings and make it really cute in the package, right? So then it was like a grab and go. Like they could grab that and put it right into the stocking. So it doesn't have to always be just your stuff too. But otherwise, no, it's a lot of never stand behind the table, always stand in front of the table. So you're engaging, you're in, you know, getting people welcomed in, talking to people, those kind of things. Love it. And then Blair, this is like obviously a big transition, right? To go from like corporate to like this full time. Like how do you deal with just as an entrepreneur mindset, all those things, like the ups and downs, right? Like I feel like even when I'm hitting my goals, I still get like nervous, like, oh God, is this sustainable? Is this happening? Like how do you just stay positive and faithful and trusting and just know, right? That this is. Yeah. Well, um, there's a lot of things. So first is I really believe in a morning routine. Mm -hmm. So in that morning routine, right, there's affirmations, visualization. Mm -hmm. So I know what I'm focused on because that little voice always comes in our head, right? That little voice Mm -hmm. of this is it. The jig is up. There's nobody left. (laughs) Like, I mean, I still hear those voices and I've been in this industry for 12 years. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So I think that the affirmations and visualization, and then I do my reading in the late afternoon. So like my transition, a lot of times before I pick up my kid from school, I only have to pick up one now because the other one drives. So when I pick him up from school, usually about 30 minutes before I pick him up or 20 minutes before I'll get to the parking lot early. And I bring whatever book I'm reading at that time with me. And then I read then. And that's why, again, I love like just taking a picture of something I learned and putting it into Trello Mm -hmm. because I'm not really home, but that helps me too with my mindset, because I really do believe that if we allow our brain to just, you know, be on its own, it will always go to negativity and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah filling so- it with the right stuff and learning all the success stories in your company. I really firmly believe in that researching, understanding, like I tell people on my team, you should spend five minutes a day, your first year, every single day, understanding and learning the website. So like on your website, I'm sure there's story after story after story about the people that you guys are helping, the people that you guys are serving, you know, how they make the jewelry, how they do our, the artisans do it, right? There's so much diversity in that company of, of the people that they pull from. So I think it's really important that you know all those things. And so that is something you could spend five or 10 minutes a day on that will keep your mindset good too, because you'll be excited about what is coming ahead and what you're a part of. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. Love it, girl. Oh my goodness. All right. My brain is like scrambling. Like what else do I possibly ask you? Cause this is so amazing. Yeah. I think that this is such a helpful session, Blair. You are not alone. We hear from you all the time that you want to scale your network marketing business to six figures and beyond, but you just don't know how. Well, guess what? Yes, we have a solution for you. Grab the Network Marketing Accelerator course and take your profitable business to your dream business, everything you dreamed of. This course has everything you need to scale your business online. Let's go have some fun and make some money. You can grab the course at blessedmamabossescourses.com. We'll see you inside.